Italian Wine Podcast. Chin Chin with Italian Wine People. This podcast has been recorded during Vivite, an event organized by the Alleanza delle Cooperative Italiane, the Alliance of Italian Corps. This is the Italian Wine Podcast. My guest today is Assunta De Cilis, who is the general manager of a cooperative called Cantine Due Palme, which is in Salento in Puglia. Welcome. Thank you. Thank right, you just so much. give us a little bit about the history of the, uh, of the cooperative. When was it founded? Cantine De Palme is a social cooperative. It was born in 1989 and uh, from an idea, Angelo Maci, that is our president and uh, winemaker. So what was Angelo Mar- What did he do? Was he a wine grower? Yeah, he's a, he's a wine grower. And the third generation of wine grower, the idea was to keep together some growers in our area, growers of uh, our indigenous grapes, Malvasia, Negromaro, Primitivo, Sangiovese, and other in- indigenous grapes. Now we have uh, six uh, wineries, and uh, in uh, two wineries, in Cellino San Marco, we produce uh, Salento IGT wine, and Cantina de Palme is uh, uh, in the middle of three provinces of uh, Taranto, Brindisi, and Lecce. We produce mainly uh, Negramaro and Primitivo, and Malvasianera, which are our main indigenous grapes, which produce uh, Salice Salentino DOP, Salice Brindisi DOP, and uh, Squinzano Dop and other important Salento IGP wine. So how big is it in total? How many hectares of vineyards do you have in total, roughly? We have uh, in total 1,000 growers, members of our cooperative and uh, in total we have uh, 2,500 hectares okay. vineyard. Mm-hmm. Do your growers have any other crops as well? I mean it's a very fertile region area, that part of Puglia. Do they grow grain, grano d'oro? Do they grow... Uh, they have uh, sheep to make cheese. In the south of, uh, of Puglia, we say usually that the Puglia region is divided into parts. In the north of Puglia region, they produce uh, table grapes. And uh, in the south of Puglia region, we produce uh, grapes uh, on our Alberello Pugliese. So it's we, bush vines, Alberello Pugliese. Yeah, mm-hmm. bush wine. Yeah. We produce uh, eight tons per hectare. This is very dry there, right? Yeah. Alberello Pugliese is, uh, is resistant to the dry season. Are all your primitive vines, are they all bush trained or do you have some spalliera with wires? Both. Really. Which is, which is, which do, do the old, is it the older growers that love their yeah. bush vines or is it the younger ones that want to be more mechanised and put post some wires in? Yeah, in fact. Do you uh, think there's a difference in quality between the two? Are you uh, a traditionalist or a modernist <laughs> or a bit of both? We are big, so our cooperative give the opportunity to give to our growers the machine in order to pick up the grapes by machine and to harvest the grapes uh, yeah, by machine yeah. yeah so it's a very diplomatic answer you're, you're, <laughs> no. you're prepared for all eventualities okay no because we have some growers that are this uh, this kind of uh, of machine and other growers that uh, pick up the the grapes by hand okay so one of the specialities of the Salento is primitivo passito primitivo passito so what, 
what does that mean though? How do you, and how do you make the pasito wine? Pasito we produce Primitivo Puglia di Manduria, DOP. In fact, we have another winery in uh, Lizzano, in the provinces of Taranto, at which we produce uh, the Primitivo di Manduria DOC. As you know, I'm sure that you know that it's uh, according to the regulation, to the law, we have to produce, to vinify these grapes in the area, in the production area. So, for this reason, we have these two wineries in the provinces of Taranto, Primitivo DOP, and Primitivo Salento we produce in the winery of Cellino San Marco, is which is our main uh, winery. Is there a bit of a difference between those two? You say it's both Primitivo, but is there, what is the difference in taste between a Primitivo from one side from Primitivo to the Manduria side? The, the organolectic characteristics are, are the same, but in the Primitivo Puglia or Salento we can produce maximum nine, 19 tons per hectare. And in Manduria? And Manduria, less. Or less. It's, it's much hotter, it's drier there, isn't eight, it? As yeah. well. This is this is the different, the main characteristics. And also the, the soil is uh, different because uh, in Salento we have uh, sandy soil. In uh, Lizzano, Taranto, we have uh, sort of stone. Stonia soil. Yeah. yeah, with a yeah. limestone base. Yeah, there's yeah. some mineral mm-hmm. that give to the, to the grapes uh, other characteristics. So when we think of like modern trends, we're drinking a lot of white wine, Prosecco, light, fizzy, and then and then we, you're confronted with a with a Primitivo di Manduria, maybe even a Pasito, which has got quite a lot of alcohol plus lots of sugar. How do you sell that wine? I mean, what, what kind of food does it go with? How do you make it an attractive proposition for a, a health-conscious, young, you know, aerial kind of person that doesn't want these big, heavy wines? Thanks to, for, for this interesting question. And a very long question as yeah. well, I'm sorry. <laughs> no. We produce now, we are famous for the production of red wines, but we produce the red grape. In fact, our main grapes are Primitivo and Negromaro. We produce Negromaro grapes and we vinify this Negromaro in white and we produce our Metodo Charmant. Do you make a sparkling wine yeah. made in the same way as Prosecco <laughs> from Negromaro? Yeah, from Negromaro. Is- Negromaro vinified in white and in rosé. And uh, you can be sure that if you test one Prosecco and uh, one Negromaro, bubbles of Negromaro, you don't know the, the difference because our and we produce this uh, this wine. So for the future. Whose idea was it to make um, a white sparkling wine from this very red, red wine area, red wine grapes, hot region? Whose idea was that? The technology in the winery, the investment in this year, came have helped. Kept, uh, uh, perhaps to, so to produce the- this uh, this this product. Mm-hmm. It's very appreciated from the young people and the old people. Really. Is that is one of the advantages? Because normally they say that, like in Champagne, the grapes must be harvested by hand. And in Prosecco, for example, the Glera grape can be harvested by machine. As you're in Salento, and the tradition is uh, bush vines, are your sparkling wines made from red grapes that are hand-picked or machine-picked or both? Both. Because uh, we we harvest this, um, this grape at the beginning of August. So a little bit earlier than normal. Yeah, and uh, the base spumante. To make uh, the base wine. Yeah, Chardonnay, for example. And Negromaro. Negromaro, because mainly for the base spumante, we, we use Negromaro grapes. We obtain two results. The first one is the Metodo Charmant, and the second one, we uh, produce a very good grape because uh, with the 
diradamento green harvesting it's possible to have some wine very high quality so you're using yeah. the, the green harvested grapes which yeah. are a little bit acidic which is how they would be in champagne for the sparkling wine as well yeah, okay. yeah. this is the the secret so we obtain two <laughs> special results what about the older growers the real traditional growers who, who drink liters of 16 alcohol primitivo every day at lunchtime do they see these sparkling wines as as a threat to tradition or do they see it as progress inevitable progress what's their view we think that primitivo is um, the old grapes and uh, we we prefer to keep uh, the tradition methods uh, to to obtain uh, primitivo di manduria grapes we pick by hand uh, these um, these grapes and uh, we put uh, in this plateau little boxes okay small, okay. small crates yeah and uh, we have sala passimento so you have your own drying room for the um, drying of the Dry grapes room, yeah but you, that's a natural drying room it's you're yeah, not like absolutely. He, yeah so no, it's no, basically no. A, a room with um, the that through which air can pass you're not like you don't have an artificial heater you don't need it in so that, you know that area I think. and the babo degrees from uh, 22 became after this um, process and more than 30 bubble and we vinificate this uh, this grape uh, after one month so you, month. Let, you let them dry for a month or two months yeah. then you press yeah yeah absolutely and then you create you make the pasito wine you age it in uh, wooden casks i would yeah. imagine yeah so what's a good abinamento what's a good dish to go with uh, a primitivo di manduria pasito with uh, cheese seasoned cheese and from uh, uh, like pecorino yeah. from puglia yeah Stagionato, aged. So a little bit spicy, yeah. And what about the cheeses that have herbs? They age with herbs around them to make it a little bit more flavorful. Is that a good match or is that too too strong? Yes, yes, yes. And also in this this case... What about about meat? Agnello, lamb? Agnello, lamb, um, beef, uh, strong... uh, Strong food. Okay. (laughs) One other question. What are your main markets? How much would you sell in Italy and how much do you sell uh, abroad? Talking bottled wine, not bulk wine. In total, we export... uh, to 12 million bottles of wine and how much you, how much do you produce overall what percentage is exported is it 15 percent 20 percent 80 percent 80 percent exported 80%. that's incredible you're talking about just the bottled wine not bulk wine no 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 everything yeah okay because in total we produce more than uh, to 12 million bottles but our main market at the north of europe Germany, Scandinavia, Scandinavia, monopoly of uh, Sweden and Norway, Holland, uh, Switzerland, China. Do you do any organic wines? Because the monopolies in Sweden are very keen on organics now, aren't they? We produce organic wine, but at the moment we export a lot of uh, of wine, of Salicio Salentino Reserva wine, monopoly. Which is organic? No, it's not organic, but we produce organic wine. And I, I think for the future we'll become a very good market in in general because a lot of people prefer and ask for asking is asking for organic wine but it's fairly easy where you are as well it's it's quite an easy place to be organic in Salento Uh, yeah it's very easy because a lot of our members grow this grape according to our organization because we organize uh, this this growers that fortunately follow our suggestion you have a protocol yeah yeah a lot of 
for the future, I think that is uh, a very a lot of, of requests, uh, and this is the future market, I think. Okay, so that all sounds pretty good, sounds very positive. Thanks to Assunto de Chilis, who is the Director General of the Cantina de Palme in Chilina San Marco in the province of Brindisi in Puglia in the beautiful Salento area. I hope to come down and see you um, sometime soon. It's an area I know fairly. My father-in-law is, uh, that's where he was from. And uh, wish you and your growers every success. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much. This episode has been brought to you by Vinitali 2018, taking place in Verona from April 15th to 18th. Vinitali is the wine exhibition that helps you discover and get to know Italian wine and features over 4,200 wineries. Follow Italian Wine Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. 